is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hey, Ash. Hey, Mel. And hi, listeners. Welcome back to another season of Jeans and a Nice Top. Whole season. We're back. miss us. I bet you missed us. I mean, I missed us. The dulcet tones of these two voices (laughs) in your ears when you're driving to work or going for a morning walk. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Soothing. They're not anxiety inducing at all. No. Always know what they're talking about. Complete expert. Never. (laughs) And we are joining you today for the auspicious day of love. Oh, yes. Called Valentine's Day. We weren't actually going to come back yet. We weren't going to make a return yet. But then we were like, you know what? Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's, it's a, a situation. Whole thing. It's a yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And we ha- we just felt we had to record. We had to discuss it. Um, but before we do that, mm. any updates from you? What's been happening? What has it been, like two months? Two months, yes. Uh, not too many updates. Yeah. Just wading through the murky waters of... COVID, caught COVID, got triple vaxxed afterwards. True, ticked it off. Uh, That's about it, really. Just got some sun where I could amongst the La Nina gorgeous weather offerings. My God. Mm. Literally the other day it was like an actual monsoonal downpour, like it poured for like 10 minutes and then just stopped. (laughs) I was like, cool. It's hard to catch a tan. Truly. Hard to catch a tan. It's also hard to keep your hair straightened, I have to say. Um, a concern. I curly hair. Well, yeah, because I have curly hair, right? But I grew it in lockdown and now it's really long and it doesn't look good curly at the moment. It's that in-between stage where it needs to be like another few inches longer to sit nicely as a curly hairstyle or it needs to be straight. So I've been wearing it straight and I'm like every day I'm like I should just cut it off because it's you cannot, I don't care what anyone fucking tells you, you cannot fight frizz in this weather. It's impossible. You can't. Impossible. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> every story that Mel has ever written in the past 10 years about like eight hey, products for curly, she was lying. They were little fizzies. Well, yeah, <laughs> like I feel like they did work. They used to work all the time and now it's like the most insane weather. I just can't get my hair to just behave itself. Um, but, yes, which is, you know, nice not to be dating in the monsoonal weather because I imagine I would have just constantly had a shit fringe, which is – what used to happen to me when I used to go on a date after work and then you'd forget like your Batiste dry shampoo and then you'd like your fringe would be all greasy and gross and get the little cow flicky cow lick flicks on the end anyway didn't have to do that I have an update it was Tom and my first anniversary beautiful um congratulations do you say congratulations I don't know if you do but it's just funny now because I feel like if anyone feels like if you if you came to this podcast late and you haven't listened back I don't remember what episode it is but literally Tom and my relationship is like forever like eternalized on this podcast and eternalized yeah on this podcast because when I first like swiped him I talked to you about it didn't I and I was like Mm. I don't know what 25 year olds do how am I going to go on a date with a 25 year old I don't know what I'm going to talk about and then here we are I live with him now so yeah (laughs) I live with that a year later who's now 26 so yeah that's weird that year went very fast it's the longest relationship I've been in since my first boyfriend um, which I think is like kind of 
the story for most of us these days with modern dating is like we Mm. kind of have this like, I mean, depends on your vibe, but like I know so many people that, yeah, had like a first love and then were just kind of single since then. And I have exes in there, but like now they were like three months stints. Like some some of them people would be like, "Mm, would we call him your ex? I don't know if we call him your ex, but I call anyone an ex. Well, I call anyone an ex that really emotionally impacted me and fucked me up. So (laughs) (laughs) that's the cashier at Harris Farm when he he forgot to put (laughs) something in the bag like, Mel, Mel's my definition. Ex. You should like my ex, Josh at Harris story. Farm. Like her, Josh at Harris Farm. <laughs> oh my god, I saw him at Harris Farm. Who, Josh? <laughs> Your ex. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's like if you cause me trauma, you get to be an ex. Um, Beautiful. I think that's a good gauge point. Fuck them all. You're my ex. I don't care if you didn't want to commit to me. I'm calling you my ex anyway. She's, she's fine. Mel's fine, guys. I'm fine. <laughs> Valentine's Day might be might be making her feel a few things. What do you yes. think? Uh, what do you think about Valentine's Day, Mel? What do you well, give it out of ten? Oh, it's getting a piss week two out of ten for me. I've okay. not. I have. There was a time when I was very young that I was mm-hmm. a big fan. Um, And I think it was just to do with when you first have a partner or someone you're interested in or whatever and, you know, there's something fun about it. Like I remember even if we go back, let's go all the way back to high school, right? Did your high school have the thing where you would get given roses? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You brought the roses. Yeah, that was. Fucking roses. Did you go to a co-ed school? No. So I went to an all-girls ah. school, but we had a sister, a sister school, a brother school, brother school. Um, right across from us. And so Rose's Day, because Ugh. it was obviously incredibly gendered at the time, I don't think I don't think there was ever any lesbian roses given. And that is probably not accurate to the actual reality. sexuality of the students at the school. But yeah. I, I feel like it was always like, ooh, the boys get to give the girls roses. And you could give friend roses to your friends, which was at least something like way to be slightly progressive school. But generally you're waiting for a rose from a boy, except I don't know why I was ever waiting for a rose from a boy because I didn't even talk to boys. I don't think any boy at that, at that school knew, knew who I was. Um, and yet every year I was hoping and praying for some sort of secret admirer to give me a rose. Did you ever get a rose from a dude? Uh, I think I would have. I actually don't remember. What? Isn't that terrible? Oh, my I, God. I know. Spoken like a true co-ed going Yeah, person. like co-ed because <laughs> I went to a co-ed, a co-ed state school uh, in Grafton in New South yeah. Wales and we were so like – our friendship group was like split with boys and girls. So, and I'm still mates with the boys from high school. So I don't know. It was also platonic. So I think there yeah. probably were roses, but they could have been platonic ones. But I was vividly remember they were like $2 and they were in that plastic. Yes. Yes. And it was like, there were these kids going around selling them. Yeah. And then you would, yeah, buy the $2 rose. How funny that all the schools had it. Um, I feel Weird. like that was the start of Valentine's day being a thing. Yeah, you know, like it was like, but well, I guess a thing in the sense that I think when you were younger, like in primary school, it was really all about like friendship and you'd make a little Valentine's Day card for your parents and stuff. And it was just more of like a cutesy, well, it was like a cutesy little yeah. thing, right? And then when you're in high school, the whole thing became like 
super toxic, I reckon, because it all mm-hmm. became about like, if you get a rose, you're special. If you don't get anything, you're ugly and need to go to an ugly home and mm. you just may as well just give up now, you know? And that was the feeling and the sentiment. And then beyond that, I guess my first proper Valentine's Day was when I had my first boyfriend and this is the best story. So he got me a present and what it was was that I went to my front door and I opened it. This is my family home because I'm like 19 at this point. And I open it and there is a, a teddy, like a Valentine's Day teddy Ooh. on a deck chair, Ooh. like a, a human-sized deck chair, taped to the deck chair with gaffer tape. Is there a bomb in him? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so I think what he was doing was he was, hope- he was just being like, I'm going to be cautious in case the deck chair blows over. I'll secure the teddy. But what it actually turned into was like the teddy looked like he was a hostage. A kidnapping hostage and uh, was about to get his head cut off. So that was super not that cute. Um, Why did he buy you a chair, dude? Well, he didn't. It was his chair and then he just took the chair back. So it was the teddy was the gift. The chair, the chair would have been more the, useful. Like the I beach know. chair would have been way more useful. You probably still have it today. <laughs> the teddy's gone. The teddy's definitely gone. The teddy like probably got like, I think it got like moth infested or something one day Ooh. and then it was gone. Teddy uh, gone. Yeah. But then beyond that, I feel like it was always like once, oh, once the shine wore off, once you did the novelty, like the like dinner date and all of that shit with your boyfriend, I just feel like the novelty wore off. I did a lot of Galentine's days. Um, like when I was single and I, they were always fun. It was just more of an excuse just to like do a fun thing with friends. But yeah, like now, say come all the way up to now, we're not doing anything. I'm not even going to be near Tom on Valentine's Day. He's literally perfect. doing different shit. <laughs> perfect, perfect Valentine's perfect. Day. Just sitting on my own. Beautiful. <laughs> <In> air conditioning. <laughs> Probably watching like fucking Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Great. But yeah, so I I've, I think it went from like this a lot of pressure and 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 weight on Valentine's Day back when I was younger through to now just not giving a shit. But then when I was single, I gave a massive shit about it. Like I used to just it used to really depress me as a day. Um because I think even when your friends and stuff aren't big Valentine's Day people, there's still this just constant noise about love and romance and oh you don't have a valentine it's just like this almost like you still feel like that kid that didn't get the rose in high school you still feel like the loser who can't get themselves a partner (laughs) and just has to sit eating a pizza on their own and no matter how much you try and spin it and go no I'm gonna like self-care I'm gonna sit at home woo self-care you still feel like shit because there's still so much noise telling you that meant to feel like shit you know and I think that more and more now we the the messaging around Valentine's Day is changing. Like it's a little bit uncool, you know, for brands to be out there touting it, being like, get your Valentine's Day, like a gift to remember. But still, like it's happening. Like it's a commercialized holiday and yeah. it's in your face. I mean, it might be less in your face than other years, but it's still front and center on social media, front and center at the news agency. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's just like a very like emotionally intense day, I think, when you're single because what it – 
I've always found on Valentine's Days when I was single, it, I would almost just start to think about people that had like, like whoever was the most recent person to reject me, like an ex or some guy that I was dating and didn't want to keep dating me or whatever. That would always be like the temptation to like, and I would never want to send the text on that day, too cliche, too obvious, but it would be like the next day I would send it or the day before. Like it was always like just that period around Valentine's Day was a very toxic time and you're like, you're just constantly trying not to text people you're not supposed to. Just because, yeah, like you feel like that's exactly what you said. Like, yeah, the messaging's changed and it's great and it's great that we're more like promoting like you know, self-love and like gifting yourself something. That's, I love that. I'm so happy that's happening. But I still think the traditionalism of Valentine's Day is just very much in the air around Feb 14 and you can't escape it. And it's still just a day where if you have someone that loves you or you have somebody who's interested in you romantically, you're winning i guess is the messaging and if you don't then fuck you get yourself to some sad single prison and live out your days there it's very uh uh yeah and it's just a day like any other day that makes you feel a bit weird tomorrow is a new day i always think that you know totally. everyone has those days where they feel a bit blah but if you are you know waking up today and feeling a little bit crap that it's valentine's day or you're listening to this app a few days after valentine's day or whenever you're listening it's okay to feel a bit shit, reach out to a mate, text them. Hopefully they're a single mate so you can say, hey, do you want to, I don't know, go get some cheap and cheerful tie or reach out to people. Don't just isolate at home, like always when you feel like shit. Totally. And I think like if I were to say what used to help me is I would always plan something on Valentine's Day with a friend yeah, um, or with friends. Like I would do the gal- – because Valentine's Day technically is supposed to be Feb 13, right? But I would just make it Feb 14 and I'd just yeah. gather together some other friends who were single and we'd just like, yeah, go to dinner or we'd have like dinner at someone's house or go to the pub. And it was just like essentially just making it kind of like a fun night. Um, or – if I was just going to be on my own, I would intentionally be alone. Like it would be like, okay, I'm going to have an alone night. Like because sometimes you just can't, right? Like you know those days or nights where you just really want to see people and no one's available? Like that shit happens. And I think if that happens, like just make it intentional. Like go – and this is actually really good advice for if a date cancels on you or any of that shit that like can be quite disappointing if you're a planner like me. Like I like to know what I'm doing. And if I've got an idea in my head about how my night's going to go and then it doesn't go that way – it really fucks me up. Ash is just nodding because she's like, yes, sure. yes, you are. You are that person. Um, but like, I think a really good one to do, especially on Valentine's Day, all those kind of triggering days yeah, uh, is my sister's is actually my sister's advice. And she was always like, just make that your choice. Like, go, okay, I'm choosing to stay home tonight. I'm going to watch Terminator Salvation. That's my favorite personal movie for when I feel Beautiful. shit. Don't know why. Just love it. I'm going to watch the, like this, yeah, whatever's your shit movie that you always love and always gets you, you're going to watch that. You're not watching a TV show because you'll just, like, blindly watch it. You're going to pick a movie. You're going to, like, order a meal that you love, like your Thai. Mm-hmm. You're going to – you're not. it's not teasing it up. It's not like, oh, I'm going to get a little cake for myself for my Valentine's mm-hmm. Day no, date. Oh, I'm going to, like, have a bubble bath. No, 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 no. It's just, like, do the things that make you – make yourself that night. You know, it's, like – 
there are things better than sex, right? Mm. Like for me, better than sex is if I had like a bowl of bolognese, my bolognese that I make and I cook it for like an hour and I'm on the couch and I'm in like my big T-shirt and undies, the air con's on, I'm putting on like a nostalgic movie that I haven't seen in a while that I love and I've got like a beer maybe that's right there that energy that is better than sex so you know like you need to just do whatever's right for you you sound like a widowed middle-aged truck driver living in Kempsey (laughs) (laughs) legitimately in a big t-shirt that is just come off night shift and I'm telling you work's been killing me Christ back stuffed I should have said like <laughs> microwave chicken parmesan and McCain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the froth of a cold one. I've got a carton. Oh, beautiful. oh but would I be putting on what am I well, I was gonna be putting on Never Been Kissed, so that doesn't okay. work. Okay. Drew Barry, yeah. I can't see any old Chuckies watching Drew Barry. <laughs> you would watch Flicks. Terminator Salvation, so Big it was lining up before that. Okay, you we will close. And I would also chime in here and uh, agree with Mel here because I would say do not go on a first date. No. I I used Mm-mm. to do that on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, you did. I used you loved to that. always like I remember this awful time where this guy from Bumble we had been on a first date like the week before and then he was like I've got tickets to a gig. Um it just happens to be on the 14th. Um I've got tickets to a gig. Come with me like it won't be weird whatever Valentine's Day blah blah. And then he like messaged me um the the day before and was like hey I'm not interested anymore oh my god totally crushed me that is so brutal I know and he's like he had yeah he'd had like my a jacket of mine that he'd like worn home the next morning or whatever and he I call him jacket guy I don't even remember his name anyway jacket guy he um had to, he was like, What do you want me to do with your jacket? And I was like, Just drop it at the office, like whatever. Yeah. And he had to, he dropped it, <laughs> dropped it at my old office at the Korea dock. And I just, yeah, never ever, never heard from that guy again. But it is, then, that is because I was crushed, I went yeah. and organized. Remember when I used to always go on swim dates? Anyway, I just yes. picked anyone I'd been chatting to and organized to go on a swim date with them and so met them at the beach on Valentine's Day like after work where it's like couples ever at the beach Mm. having a little drink. Anyway, we had a swim and it was really awkward but then there was this weird pressure to like keep hanging out because it was Valentine's Day and then we went back to mine and we kissed a bit and then I had a tweak out and was like, get out. I just feel this is so weird. Like there's so much pressure on that day even if you're not um, acknowledging it. Do not do it. Do not have yeah, a first date just because you're lonely. Like, it's yeah. not a mood. It does well, not make I you feel was better. I say that I thought maybe it would be, like, a fun thing to do, but actually that story is harrowing oh, and I will yeah. never, I would never encourage anyone to do that. That's no, because What's, it, like, a fuckwit to do that? Like, just I know. go on the fucking date. I don't care if you think that I am a troll. I want to go to the fucking gig and not feel like a piece of yeah. shit the day before Valentine's Day. It was really gross. And, um... And I remember my boss, my old boss, she was like, I was crushed. I was always crushed at work. There was always some drama. Yeah. Um, and my boss was like, just write back, no problems, mate. And then just leave it. Like, yeah. don't, tr- I was like, I'm going to tell him this. And I, she was like, no, nah, just say no problems, mate. Like, 
that's the easiest way to deal with disappointment. Yeah. And that story always stayed with me because I was like Valentine's Day. And instead of going home after work and just like feeling a bit shit. Or like calling Oh, I went on the apps. Out. Yeah. Went yeah. straight on the apps yeah. and was like, you'll do. Yeah. Because you would have oh. had such a good time if you had just like been like, hey, Mel, or like, hey, whoever, and be like, do you want to go for a swim, the Savi, and then we I feel a bit shit. Yeah. Well, just I really don't nice know what I was up to, I was a binge dating and I always had a stomach ache. I was just like into the dates. And now in hindsight, I'm like, there's a time for going on many dates when you're in a good headspace. But yeah. Valentine's Day, when you feel lonely and you've just been crushed by someone you went on a first date with, bam, bam, not yet. Yeah. Stay well, home. that's the thing, isn't it? Because I actually think that that kind of sums up whoops sorry that was my pen I think that that sums up because I always using pens like no one uses a pen as this is a podcast Mel this is a podcast what are you gonna write um, down just writing notes as you're just talking. writing notes about the beautiful um you know that kind of I think sums up the problem with Valentine's Day and how it affects you when you're single or you're hurting or whatever is that there is this unspoken pressure to have a super romantic one, I guess. And, you know, it heightens all of that disappointment and stuff. It's like you were going on it. Even if both of you were like, oh, yeah, it's just for fun, ha, 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 14. (laughs) That probably would have hurt less if he'd done it like if it had been the week later and it was not a date of significance to you. You would have been like crushed as well because you liked the guy but also I think you probably wouldn't have been like fuck I gotta find something to do to replace that date you probably just would have been like nah it's cool I'll just like sit here and like drink some green totally some real Ashton behavior yeah that is the I'm sorry I was like what would you do (laughs) you have a green smoothie with a wine as totally yeah um and and that's the thing is I think yeah, like, and that goes for any time that you're feeling like shit and you're a bit like, it's not self-sabotage. It's almost like, like, yeah, that desperation. And I hate saying desperation around dating because I think women have been like labeled desperate so much. It's like hysterical. It's like a, a bad word to yeah. use. But I think it's change your perception of desperate to more of that like anxiety urgency. It's like when I say desperate, and I've been here multiple times, it's not actually like, oh, I need to have your baby. Oh, like that's what I'm talking about. It's it's the urgent feeling like you have to fill a gap in your life, um, whether that be just a date that you need to go on or you're heartbroken and you're like, I need a new boyfriend now. I can't yeah. wait. I need a partner. I need to find someone immediately. And that is the worst place to be dating in, I think, because – you're not actually enjoying it. You're doing it as work and you A means are, to an end. It's a means to an end and then you you just pick anybody to go out with and then that's just going to make you feel worse because it's probably going to be someone you're not really that into and then you're just going to have this average date that's just going to make you miss this other person more or miss, you know, the, the fun dating that you were doing more and it's just bad, bad, bad. Yeah, and that that's just like start fresh the next day valentine's day is not the day and it really does just pass like valentine's day of any like notable day of the year comes and goes like you know christmas is a period right like it's a whole fucking couple of weeks of shit but valentine's day is like everyone is psycho on the 14th and then it's literally over on the 15th those single roses die because they're really bad quality. Oh, they've been gone. farmed in some sad 
farm factory. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's not like factory farming for Rose. <laughs> okay, okay. I like don't know why. Chicken. I don't know why I'm trying to go Pamela Anderson on this bitch. Like, fly my Peter flag. Like the roses were mistreated. <laughs> I don't know if any roses were harmed in the making of Valentine's Day, but what I do know is it's okay to feel shit on that day. Absolutely. And I think I could not encourage you more to, if it's upsetting you, to either, depending on your personality, depending on your mood, be honest with yourself. Don't sit at home and do a solo thing if you're just going to wallow, but like do the thing, do something. It's, it's, Self-care, I guess, is what I'm saying. But for you, like what it looks like for you. Like for me, like I said, self-care was either eat a whole pizza on the couch while watching Terminator Salvation or especially in the last few years of being single, um, going out with friends. We used to always have Galentine's Day. In fact, we're actually there's a Galentine's Day that I would probably be going to, but I'm just trying to avoid COVID because we have a trip coming up which is mm-hmm. a whole other topic, but, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm not going out this week. But if I – honestly, I would be going to that over doing something with Tom because we're both not really into it. And it's also okay if you're into it. I have to actually say um, this sounds like we're shitting all over Valentine's Day. Oh, no, I'm going to oh. go out for Valentine's I'm going out tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, it's cool to do it. It's just yeah. not the be-all and end-all. Like, do it your way. It can be totally cute to do it, and I think that – if it's your thing, by all means, do it. I guess it's just, A, don't think that every couple is doing it because I know plenty of couples that just forget that it even is a thing. And also it doesn't have to be a day that you're missing something. It can just be another day for you. Like I think just change your perception of what that day means to you. If it's like, oh, I don't have a partner or I don't have anyone to go on a date with tonight, cool, that's cool. It doesn't change. It doesn't make your life shittier or better than anyone else's. It's just life. And let that be the note we leave on. I think that's the <laughs> yeah. mic drop. Like it's just life. And <laughs> oh, that could just sum up life. everything on this podcast. Really, it, truly, the wisdom of Melissa Mason is back in your ears <laughs> every week. Same place, same time. We didn't get a metaphor from you though. This we week, didn't. Is- I'm. Am I okay? She's off her game. I've definitely got got a few up my um, metaphorical sleeve. So next week I'll have something for you. We'll we'll be recording from the road. We will be. So you will be somewhere in Outback Queensland. Who knows? If you see us on the road, say hi. Yes, please say hi. Please say hi. hi. Yeah. Um, We have been back Queensland I'm gonna get on tinder and see what's going on out there just to report back Tom just said I can totally not that, for- not that he would say I can't but you know gotta like be like check, hey guess check what with the my friend I'm reactivating my apps for one night only um but no we're not gonna actually go on dates we're just gonna no. suss the vibes just yeah. to let you know if Mount Isa really is the happening metropolis happening, I thought it was. Dating, yeah. Ash has this idea in her head and, look, maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it is. We're going to find out. We're going to investigate for you. Um, we're also just going to be recording on the road, which I think will be fun. We'll be in the same place. Yeah, Vibe. truly. Vibe. Looking forward to it. Yes. Um, thanks for listening, as always. Thanks, guys. Bye.